Welcome to Today in the Word with Pastor Bob Larson of Calvary Chapel Caldwell. Pastor Bob will be with us in just a few minutes, but first we'd like to let you know that Calvary Chapel is located on the corner of 10th and Everett, across from the library in downtown Caldwell. We have two Sunday morning services at 9.30 and 11.30. If you prefer Saturday nights, we have a Saturday night service at 7 p.m. We also have a midweek service Wednesday night at 7 p.m. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on ABC Channel 6.1. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truths in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. A lot of times we pray and we wait and we pray, Lord, confirm, is this what you want me to do? Open the door if you want me to do it or close the door if you don't want me to do it. You know, Quite often in our lives, we experience those things. God wants to speak to us. And even people like Jeremiah, the prophet, who when you read the book of Jeremiah, it says over and over again, the Lord spoke to Jeremiah. God spoke to Jeremiah over and over again. But even Jeremiah had difficulty sometimes discerning, is this from God or not? In Jeremiah 32, 6, it uh, it says, And Jeremiah said, The word of the Lord came to me, saying, Behold, Hanamil and the son of uh, Shalom, your uncle, will, will come to you, saying, By my field, which is in and off for the right of redemption is yours to buy it. So <clears throat> he gets a word from the Lord, he should buy this field. And then in verse 8, it says, Then Hanamiel, my uncle's son, came to me in, in the court of the prison, according to the word of the Lord, and said to me, Please buy my field that is in Anoth, which is in the country of ben- Benjamin. For the right of inheritance is yours, and the redemption is yours. Buy it for yourself. And notice it says, Then I knew that this was the word of the Lord. So after the Lord confirmed, right? He felt like the Lord spoke to him. And then, you know, this person comes and says, hey, you should buy it. And so Jeremiah wasn't 100% sure, is this what God's telling me? But God sent a confirmation to confirm the thought that God was telling him. And, and I think this is a normal process. Some of us are not as quick as others, right? As it relates to hearing God's voice. For all of us, you know, God sends a confirmation. For Jeremiah, then he knew, hey, this is the direction God wants me to go. And, you know, quite often when we're contemplating and we're not sure and we're praying, Lord, hey, your will be done. And as we wait on the Lord, the Lord sends a confirmation. And I think that's important for us to understand because sometimes we get this idea that we're going to hear an audible voice and we're going to know what it is. We're, uh, like Sam- Samuel didn't know, right? And yet he was probably one of the greatest, uh, you know, men of God in the nation of Israel's history. And so God will confirm what he already has spoken to your heart. And he will confirm, yeah, this is what it is. And for me, that's happened so many times. And because the Lord knows that I'm not as spiritual as I'd like to be, he always confirms it. So sometimes God tells you in advance, but we're so slow. I mean, well, me, I I don't always get it, right? But he always provides. And and, and he always works and he always confirms. And, and, And so sometimes we don't even know what we need. And, and we need to be praying, Lord, what do you want me to do? Because we don't even know what God has in store for us. But we do know that he loves you and he wants to bless you. And so we've all heard the still small voice and we've all shared that difficulty of, you know, is this from God or is this my own thoughts? Now, I hope it's encouraging to you that I am not always in tune with what God wants to do. Uh, you know, but he's not limited by me, right? He still wants to do a work in my life. He wants to do a work in your life. But I deliberately recognize, Lord, I need you to make it clear. So I pray, Lord, make it clear because I don't always know. And so, you know, God has spoken to us through his word. And, you know, the Bible is God's word. And any communication that any of us receive, whether we think it's a voice of God or from an angel 
or a vision or a dream, if it doesn't line up with God's word, it is not God's will, right? And that's important to know. Because sometimes people are like, well, does God want me to rob this bank? No, he does not. I mean, that's sin. It's good to pray, Lord, what do you want me to do? Because here's the thing. God is never going to lead you to do something that is contradictive to his word. He's never going to lead you to do something that his word says is wrong and evil. And so one of the ways we can know if God is speaking to us is that we check it with the word of God. How does it line up with the word of God? That's how you can test if it's really from God. In Galatians 1.8, Paul said, but even if we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel to you than what we have preached to you, let him be accursed. And so it is through the reading of the word of God, the Bible, that your ear is trained to hear the voice of God. And uh, I don't know if you've ever been reading your Bible and suddenly like the scripture just makes sense and, and God reveals it to you in a way that you never understood before and that truth resonates with your soul and you just think, oh wow, and there's like a revelation. And, and that is God speaking to you. When, when God speaks to you through his word, that is where you train your ear to hear the voice of God. See, because God speaks to us through his word. And, and that's why I love to read God's word because he speaks to me directly. And you know, sometimes God sends people to say to me, God told me to tell you. And usually I'm like, yeah, whatever. Uh, but I mean, quite often he does. I mean, I mean, it's really crazy how often he does. But I'm, I'm skeptical. But I know that in his word, he speaks to me directly, right? And, and it causes me to grow in, and, and develop a deeper relationship with God through that communication, through prayer and reading the word. So reading the Bible daily is a great way to train your ear to discern the voice of God. And as he begins to speak to you through his word, then you begin to like, oh, that, that's the Lord, right? And so that's why for me, every day I get up, read my Bible, and I have a prayer list of scriptures that the Bible tells us to pray for. And <clears throat> it is just a great way to develop the ability to discern is that from God or is that from me? So when you're reading the scripture every day and you're knowing God's will, you know his word. And so important for us to recognize God does want to speak to us. And, and we need to recognize that there are places where it's more conducive to hear, right? I mean, you know, in the morning praying, Lord, what do you want me to do? Now, in John 14, 6, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus came so you could have a personal relationship with him where he communicates to you. That's what we talk about. We don't want to be religious. We want to have a personal relationship with Jesus. A personal relationship means you communicate with those people, right? I mean, you know them. You talk to them. And, and he wants to lead you and guide you and direct you. He wants you to be able to pray and say, Lord, should I buy this or not? Or should I move here or move there? Should I, you know, marry this person? Or should I take this job? And he wants to lead you and guide you, right? And, and that is such an exciting part of being a Christian is to divinely be guided and directed by God. I love it. It's exciting. But I have to tell you, quite often, I don't want to do what God says, (laughs) right? Quite often, I don't want to do it. Now, you're going to find that quite often that your flesh doesn't want to do what, and and quite often, sometimes people don't want to hear God's voice because they don't want to do it. But I found in my own experience that obeying God's voice, it produces the most exciting, dynamic, fruitful life that anybody can experience. And what's exciting is that it doesn't have anything to do with me. All I have to do is say, yes, Lord, speak, Lord, I'll do it. And then when I don't want to do it, I tell him, Lord, I don't want to do that. <laughs> and then, and then I pray, Lord, change my heart. Help me to want to do it. Hey, go pray for that guy. I don't want to pray for that guy. Lord, help me. Okay, I want to do what you want me to do. And so it's so important for us to recognize that this is part of the normal Christian life. And when you think about God's voice, he wants to speak to you. Do you believe that there are voices in the sanctuary right now, a, a variety of voices besides mine, talk radio, sports radio, country music, rock music. There's probably some worship on the Christian stations right now. And why can't you hear it? 
because you need a tuner, right? So we could have our sound engineer. He could have a tuner back there. He could just start going down the frequencies. And because he has a tuner, he could tune in. We could hear a little sports radio, kind of, you know, whatever's on there. We could tune over to some country music and hear about everybody wants to go to heaven, but not today. We could tune over to some rock station, highway to hell, whatever. Uh, but you can't hear it because you don't have a tuner, right? And I think that's a good picture for us. God is always wanting to speak to you and me. But sometimes we're not tuned in. Sometimes we're tuned in to social media or Netflix or TV or whatever else. And that's why it's so important to spend time alone with God. That is a place that you tune in to the voice of God. When you're alone, by yourself, in a quiet place, right? When Jesus said there in Matthew 6, 6, but you, when you pray, go into your room when you have shut the door. Now, what's Jesus saying? He's saying, look, by yourself, get alone, right? It's so important to be alone in a quiet place, listening to the Lord to speak to you. Quite often, when I ask people, what's the Lord speaking to you? Like, nothing. And then my next question is, well, how often do you sit alone with God saying, okay, Lord, I got a pen, I got a paper, you tell me what you want me to do and I'll do it. And quite often the answer is never, right? So I have that in my prayer list. I have a section where it's like, listen, right? Silence, listen to God. What do you want me to say? You know, we do uh, leadership retreats and and quite often, uh, almost at every retreat, I will tell our staff, okay, here's what we're going to do. I want you to go out and spend some time alone listening to God and write down what the Lord speaks to you. Whether you use pen and paper, I have notes in my phone. I don't use pen and paper. I save in trees. Uh, but uh, also, I just lose the paper. So, uh, but, but I tell them to go do it. And when they come back, all of them tell me. I, I say, what's more difficult for you? To read the Bible, to pray, or to sit in silence and to wait to hear the voice of God? All of them say, sitting in silence. You know, we had a service last night. People came up to me because I challenged the whole church. I said, okay, here's my challenge for you. We normally don't do homework at Calvary Chapel, but you get homework this week. I challenge you to spend five minutes each day just sitting in silence saying, Lord, speak to me. Lord, speak. What do you want to say? At work, at home, at school, whatever you want to talk to me, God, do it. Someone came up to me after church last night and said, five minutes? I can't do five minutes. I'm like, all right, we'll start with whatever you can do. 30 seconds, I don't know, five minutes. Come on, you can do five minutes. Uh, but here's the thing. You have to have been spiritually born again in order to hear God's voice, right? If you're not born again and you don't have Jesus in your life, then it's like someone put a hammer through your tuner. You're not going to be able to, to hear until you fix it, right? So how do you fix it? Well, in 1 Corinthians 2.14, it says, but the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. You have to be spiritually alive to, to hear God speak to you, to, to discern spiritual matters. And so the Lord wants to fellowship with you. He wants to communicate with you. He wants to speak to you. But the first step is to invite him into your life and say, Lord, I confess my sin. I admit that I'm a sinner. I believe, Jesus, you died on the cross, and I invite you in. Forgive me of my sin. Come into my life make me spiritually alive. Now you might be thinking, well, Pastor Bob, why are you telling church people that? Well, because that's what Jesus said in Revelation 3, where he said to a bunch of church people, behold, I stand at the door and knock. Now he's talking about your heart. If anyone hears my voice, so, right, there are going to be people at church who hear his voice, and he said, if you hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and dine with him and he with me. And what Jesus is saying is, there are people at church who have not invited me in. He's saying, look, I want to come in. I'm on the outside. I want to be on the inside. And so this morning, we want to give you an opportunity to invite Jesus into your life. If you've never accepted Jesus, if you've never prayed and said, Lord, I admit that I'm a sinner. I've made mistakes. I believe, Jesus, you died on the cross for my sin and that 
you came, you died and rose again to forgive me. Lord, I want to invite you and I want to receive that forgiveness. I want to be made alive spiritually. I want to hear your voice and I want to be able to be led by you to make good decisions, to have a fruitful life. If you want that, we're going to give you an opportunity to do that right now. So let's pray. Lord, we thank you for your word. And Lord, we do pray if there's anyone here today who has not invited you into their life, Lord, that they would receive you in. They would confess you and invite you in as their savior. And we do pray, Lord, for all of us that you help us, Lord, to spend time alone, as Jesus said, in our prayer closet, wherever that is. Lord, in silence, we want to hear from you. We want to be led by you. Lord, we want to obey you. We want to be your lights in this world. So we pray, Lord, that you would stir our hearts. Help us, Lord, to discern your voice. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. We'd like to share with you a couple of things that are going on here at Calvary Chapel. Calvary Chapel Caldwell is now hiring full-time and part-time positions for our exciting Calvary Kids Learning Center. If you enjoy working with children from newborn through kindergarten, please give us a call at 453-9653. Positions are Monday through Friday with our availability to fit your schedule. To learn more about these exciting opportunities, please call 453-9653. We look forward to meeting with you. Calvary Chapel Caldwell would like to invite you to our Saturday night service at 7 p.m. This is an alternative for those who cannot make it to our Sunday morning services. Like us on Facebook at Calvary Chapel Caldwell or check out our website at calvarycaldwell.com. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. on the CW channel 2.2. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truth in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. If you would like a copy of Pastor Bob's message today in its entirety, you can call us at 208-453-9653 during the hours of 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. If you're not currently attending a church and are in the Caldwell area, we'd like to invite you to one of our services. We're located on the corner of 10th and Everett, right across from the library in downtown Caldwell. You can also visit us on the web at calvarycaldwell.com. If Today in the Word is ministered to you and you would like to support this radio outreach ministry, we encourage you to pray for us. You can also partner with us financially. Simply visit calvarycaldwell.com to make a donation. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. May the Lord bless you and may you have a great day. Today is the day you